Hi, the topic of this LDX is how do leaders experience pruning? And so Rita and I will share some personal experiences over the years of pruning in our own lives. If you're a gardener, you're going to experience constant pruning activity. Otherwise, the garden becomes chaotic and the plants kind of shoot out in the wrong directions and you don't receive the, the right produce. And like the parable says, you can end up with 10% produce instead of a hundredfold multiplication. Um, <clears throat> some years ago we were invited to a vineyard and the owner took us around and it was fascinating to see how he was able to produce a quality wine because we were looking at these vines and um, he showed us five shoots and of those five shoots he would take two or three off in order to produce that quality wine. And in my early leadership I I remember being very busy, had a young family, time was uh, important. I was traveling, speaking on DTSs, as well as working with pioneer new teams. And I realized in order to be able to give my best, I was gonna have to be pruned. And so the decision was to prune off the DTS speaking in order to give more attention to leaders and spend more valuable time with them. And looking back, it really paid off. The other morning I was out in the garden doing a little cleaning up after a long, hot, dry summer. And I realized there was quite a few plants that were dry as can be. No flowers, their stems were kind of wilted. Easy things to prune back, easy. But there was one thing in the garden that I had put in, perhaps over the winter, in a pot, coleus, that loves to take over, and it was vibrant. It had branches and leaves absolutely everywhere into the lemon tree and I thought, oh, I don't really want to be pruning that. It's too beautiful, the old dead ugly things, that's easy. But pruning something that's vibrant and alive, such a challenge. Same for us in our lives, letting go of something that has been such a wonderful ministry or activity or involvement. It's hard to say goodbye to it. We so enjoyed 10 years of running a leadership retreat center. It was a amazing opportunity. The kind of people and leaders that we had through were just dear friends that impacted our lives as we had the chance to provide an environment for the Lord to do his good transforming work. It was a bittersweet experience thinking of saying goodbye. We didn't want to do this in our own initiative or feelings, but we are more and more sensing that the season was coming to a close. And we had a wonderful group of friends who discerned with us, spent some time sharing good principles, looking at our own lives, our legacy, and helping us to formulate the way forward. And we realized this was one of those good branches that was going to have to be taken off. It's bittersweet. We were tired. We had a small team, we were doing probably too much, too often, too many trips in and out. We, we knew that it wasn't sustainable or multipliable. Closing a fruitful ministry is not an easy experience. It is bittersweet. And the important thing is, is that we have to focus in on the priority of what God is saying to us at this time. Even if we don't quite know what the future holds, we need to trust him. When he speaks, he will open up the doors for the next 
ministry, but it is important. Even good, fruitful ministry, there are times when he asks us, invites us to prune. Another aspect of pruning is when we take cuttings for multiplication purposes or transplanting in the plant world. Um, and I remember having given, given away responsibility to others, whether it's in a training program or a working with a team, and there's a, a letting go that needs to take place. I was running the leadership development course for many years and I had a wonderful staff but I found that after a number of schools, some of the leaders were getting a little bored. <laughs> they wanted a new challenge. They wanted to do something different. And I realized if I was gonna keep them, I needed to give them more responsibility. And so that's when the multiplication began to take place. And so I gave somebody a responsibility of multiplying in South America and someone else in Africa, someone else in Asia, and there was a, a letting go. There was um, a, a situation where they maybe did things slightly different, uh, but as long as they kept the values, uh, we were seeing that multiplication take place and I was happy. Uh, there's always the temptation to micromanage and step in there, but we held back and to see that pruning just produce so much more fruit. It's a wonderful experience. Another aspect of pruning is how we can give shape into trees or plants in order to yeah, form them into something that's either a little smaller or tidier. In our lives too, we also need pruning for shape, shaping us more into his character. This past Lent season, I often get a passage of scripture and the one that came to me was Mark 14 with that lovely woman who broke that alabaster flask with that incredibly expensive ointment and my my kind of cry was lord she gave her best i want to give my best whatever that looks like over this season so i often when i'm wanting to do something new maybe set up a new place i found a place under our stairs that has a nice comfy chair i decided during that time i would get up very early and would have more of a no time frame. I could sit there as long as I felt that the Holy Spirit was inviting me to things and to not rush through. I realized though that when you're setting up often new priorities or trying to make more room and time available, that I needed to do some pruning of some of the things that I spend quite a bit of time involved in. So I had a little look at my regular reads Take up time, blogs, Pinterest, petition signing, Facebook, Instagram, amazing how many of these things kind of encroach on time. And I thought, okay, this is an opportunity for me to not be distracted. Not, not that these things are necessarily um, you know, evil, they're just things that were distracting me. So I thought during the Lent season, I'm gonna have new priorities I want to be able to schedule in some retreats that are more than just a, you know, catching 10 minutes here, an hour here. So I also made a decision that I wouldn't just do my journaling online. I decided that it was time to do some things by writing 
actually engaging with materials, a little bit more creative. I was wanting the Lord to expand me in ways that perhaps I hadn't experienced him before. And that takes time. So this was the perfect opportunity. I cut out some things in order to be shaped so that I could focus more on some of the things he was inviting me into. Every year we have to prune our roses outside. We have some beautiful roses and wonderful blooms, but once they're finished, we have to cut uh, the stems right back so next year they will produce some more beautiful flowers. And I think this refers to our regular pruning in leadership. And I think it should be taking place every year. And we need to create this climate of feedback so that we're actually thinking about what we've done, what kind of fruit was produced, uh, how effective was the ministry taking place, and evaluate clearly and know what, what needs to be changed, what needs to be got rid of. Sometimes there's dead wood there that is not producing any fruit at all. And so this kind of evaluation is quite important in the life of a ministry. And I think it's helpful at the end of every year, every team takes that time to evaluate uh, and look forward. And then as a whole work, you can come together and evaluate together and speak into one another's lives. And there's a natural pruning, a regular pruning that takes place that sharpens us, that keeps us really working well and being very productive together.